This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jump. Yeah, well, the thing is about Zoom is when you say hello and too many people say, it actually it compresses it. So it makes the whole thing go a bit weird. So you can't hear anyone say hello. Okay. So um, there, that's a bit of um, Zoom tech for you. Well, anyway, <laughs> hello. So, hello and welcome to this episode of Property Jam, where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And today we have a very special guest. Um, we've actually been um, priming and prepping for the last half an hour, um, trying to get microphones to work. Um, we almost put a duvet over his head. Um, we've done a full tour of his house. We have indeed. Um, so it's, it's a pleasure to have on the podcast today, Mr. Keith Furman. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, who are you? And uh, yeah, what are you up to? I am apparently the man that gives guided tours of houses on Zooms. But otherwise, my name is Keith Furman. Um, I've been investing in property for seven years, about eight years now. Um, used to live down south, moved up north, bought by to uh, and now focusing exclusively on capital strategies. That's flips. Um, my past life was as a police officer for almost nine years in the Met. Uh, and I loved it for a long, long time. And then I massively fell out of love with it. And when I fell out of love with it, I realized there needs to be a change. So I jumped into property. Um, and that is now our full-time job. I invest with my wife. Basically, I've just piggybacked onto everything she did um, and I'm claiming the glory for it. It's the fact of it. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of thanks to her how you're on here today because I met her last year at a party. Mm-hmm. Mm. And since when, after meeting her, I followed her on Instagram and then as a subsequent followed you on Instagram. Can I, can I just check something? Last year at a party, are you talking about in a lockdown party? No, it was pre-lockdown. It was in February. Oh, February ah. 2020, just before we went into lockdown. Oh. You went on the Valentine's Day party date with my wife, and I didn't know anything about it. I did actually. Yes, it was on Valentine's weekend. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you cheating on me, Niall? <laughs> it was. It was a hen party. In oh. in um, where did we go? We went to Bath. Oh no. For Lindsay's Lindsay's hen party. Lindsay Derry. I know her. Yeah. I know her well. Ah. Yeah, so Lindsay's my best friend. Who's just got married, no? Who got married, yeah, in the summer, yeah. Ah, ah, ah. There we go. (laughs) Very small property world. It is, because I I didn't know you until I came across you on Instagram. And then just like, yeah, you make me laugh, man. I tell you what, you make property funny. Your videos, your car videos are particularly entertaining. I'll give you that. I enjoy those a lot. So anyone hasn't checked out his story, watch it. It's funny. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. No, I think um, I think when it comes to social media, I think that's probably one of my strengths is the fact that I can look at a video on another platform, think how can that very quickly adapt to property and then can very quickly edit it within five minutes and post it without thinking a second thought of it. And it tends to get good feedback. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's good. It's entertaining. It's good. Because, I mean, obviously, there's a big community, big property community on Instagram. But you do kind of get sick of seeing the same high-end design, beautifully staged rooms. I mean, you know, that human side, that chatty side is is so welcome. So, yeah, no, keep doing it. It's great. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. No, I, I think much like you, I'm a bit sick of seeing sets of keys seeing nice refurbs like it's all really nice but it's my day job i don't need to keep seeing it when i flip to my phone so it's going to make me laugh it's the emotion of it isn't it you said it yourself it's the human side of it i'm all for that 
it's all about standing out. Although that, those images for some people, so if you imagine you, 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 you've been on Instagram, you start, you've got to get into that community and then you bought your first property. It's in that rite of passage. You have to put the photo with the keys. keys. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, I think when it's your 10th property, yeah, you're um, yeah, a bit of a dick at that point, don't you? Yeah, because exactly. we've been old at that point. Yeah, mm. <laughs> and also the bigger the set of keys gets, so you look like a jailer. You know, you sort of like there's more units, more rooms, and you're like, woohoo! <laughs> stop showing off now. <laughs> you just look like an arsehole. So just stop doing it. He's like, hey, here's your set of keys. Like, and there's another one. And there's this one. And then there's this one. And, and there's one. that one. <laughs> look at me with my big keys. Um, so. <laughs> That's okay. the title so, of the episode. <laughs> Look at me with my big keys. <laughs> um, so let's, let's ask the question, Keith. Um, what does the human side of property uh, mean to you? You may have already started to touch on it, but yeah, what um, what officially does it mean to you? It's everything. Absolutely everything. I've realised it most in lockdown as well. It's the most important part of what we do is being a human. It's It's relationships, isn't it? And I think for a period of time, I'd kind of gone away from that to focus on the processes the practical elements and almost neglected those relationships and now lockdowns forced me to kind of look at that element and think actually yeah most of our deals have come from relationships long-standing um building them up over a period of time that's what it's about and i think going back to the social media thing which i could talk about forever my personal view is there needs more of it it needs more of the vulnerability more of the mistakes more of the, the learning through mistakes so that people don't feel kind of left out and i understand I know that we all kind of joke about the sets of keys and that's always, I mean, that is for another industry altogether, but also keys indicate the fact that people have bought property. And I think people do it because they want to be part of that gang, but no one's actually talking about the hours that it's spent to do research, the hours going into a house. I was, I've come from a viewing today with a lady who's inherited her mum's house and it's unfortunately it's in a need of a lot of work. And I'm talking a lot of work and there's loads of property in there, loads of personal possessions I spent an hour and a half there listening to the stories that she's got to tell because it's important for her. It's important mm. for me to understand where she's coming from. And so from me, as more of a kind of a too long, didn't listen um, answer to this, it's everything. The human aspect is literally everything. Oh, I love that. I really love that. And the, the, the word of the day for me, it's been it just randomly started from the moment I woke up to even talking to you now is vulnerability. Being vulnerable often gets associated with being weak and you know when we when we're talking as investors when we're you know showcasing ourselves on Instagram there is that temptation to like you say just to show the good stuff or our best side or when things are going right but there's an assumption that if you show that you made a mistake or something didn't go according to plan that somehow you're admitting defeat or that you've done something wrong you fucked up or you're weak and the opposite is true because that's the stuff that actually people relate to the most and you probably get the most engagement with, right? Without a shadow of doubt. The most comments I get, and I'm never that interested in kind of likes or the comments on a post. It's always the private messages because they're the ones where people are actually speaking from the heart because they want to reach out to you, which I'm always to a degree humbled by the fact that anybody would take the time to message me privately to say, I connected with your story. This is really important. Could you answer this question for me while we're here? It's like, of course, yeah. Like if you want to reach out, brilliant. But yeah, it's it's showing the 360 aspect of it. Like we're all human. We've all got things that we're worried about. We've all got things that we've thought about or made mistakes on. Those are the things that make us who we are. But people, I think, put on a front or put on the armor of, it's on social media, I have to be perfect. I relate to people far more 
they're willing to spend two minutes being vulnerable or saying, actually, it was a really hard slog. I worried about it. I thought about giving up on it. This fell through because we've all done it. Whereas somebody that is maybe the perception is that they're bulletproof. Like I know that that's not real. And then I start to wonder about them. Like how are they within business? Are they actually struggling somewhere? Do they need to show a bit of vulnerability? Mm -hmm. But it's difficult. And I understand that social media is that medium makes it hard, especially during the last kind of almost 12 months. Now that's been much harder for people because everything has to be online. Things like Zooms, like it's opened up my world massively. And otherwise I wouldn't have spoken to you guys had, had we not had the ability to have a Zoom. So yeah, I think it's it's good to connect. It's just kind of a general rule, isn't it? It's good to connect, but I think it's good to be honest about stuff along the way. God, yeah. I mean, mm. I have to say, like, there's a reason we set up the podcast was to talk about the human side of property, because we were like, why isn't anyone else just saying how bloody hard this is? Yeah. Right? This is just yeah. hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> ain't quick. <laughs> Time. Not this millionaire overnight nonsense. Nah. And, you know, when it goes wrong, the funny stuff, all of that. But also, like you say, over lockdown this has been a connection anchor point for well for all of us isn't it guys yeah yeah it's been great to be able to yeah i remember when well almost a year ago as you say um yeah it was been the the property jam coming together and uh yeah on the zoom which has really given us the focal focal point um and connection because i don't think um well you wouldn't have seen anyone at all and there's, it was a reason to to meet people a reason to do it and um you don't obviously don't need a reason but if you can you know create you know find a, a common theme or a common thread um i think it's, it's uh, very powerful it has been very powerful for us the thing that i've also realized maybe on the negative side is i've started to use zoom instead of phone calls and i don't like phone calls full stop but instead of someone me just picking up the phone and having a quick five minute call i'm like shall we have a zoom like, why have I made it awkward by making sure that we have to see each other and people have to get dressed up a little bit? Look, phone calls still work. Well, you know, you know what? I, I um, one thing that I miss about having uh, about the Zoom and well, the, the phone call is the ability to go is to walk and talk. Yes, completely. So, um, when I'm doing phone calls or um, chatting to clients or you know, whoever, um, I used to do the most phone calls while I was walking somewhere. Mm. And because I'm not walking somewhere, I'm just walking for walking sake. The walk is now going out with with the, with the baby, and you know it's more of a outside downtime. Whereas, yeah, walking and talking, you do your best thinking when you're walking and talking, not not when you're sitting in front of your TV or your laptop um, mm -hmm. having a face to face. One hundred. Just get a wee bit of exercise as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, find, I find when I'm on my phone, I just walk up and down the corridor just to, just to get moving. So true. So it's tough. True. I've put on lockdown weight. There's no lies about it. I'm glad. Okay. Only kind of the top half of me. That's my that's my portrait stuff. Everything below that is a car crash. It's not worth have looking. Got, have you got lockdown love handles, babe? Is that is that where we've gone? Yep. This isn't a therapy session, but I'll definitely get into it. Yep. They've oh. appeared overnight. Um, oh, babe. I don't know why they started. I do know why they started. They started from overeating, <laughs> watching a program on Netflix. I've completed Netflix twice. Um, but going, back to, going back to what Matt was saying about the fact that um, Zooms have taken out the element of being able to do other stuff. Obviously, I love my mum to pieces. I've got so much love for her. But now that I've said we'll Zoom, I now can't do anything else but speak to her on a Zoom. So if I was to iron at the same time, oh, are you doing the ironing? Yeah, I am, yeah. You're not going to just listen to me? No, like I want to do stuff. Yeah. What, what do you think normally happens when I'm on the phone to you? I'm trying to, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, those phone calls that you kind of, yeah, you, you make out of obligation yeah. and you do them whilst you're doing something else so that it doesn't feel like you're taking time out of your life. Oh my um, God. Yeah. I've never been so grateful for my parents not being tech savvy. 
like they wouldn't they still think <laughs> zoom is like what the noise a car makes the verb to zoom as in like screens like no idea so my mum yeah. is literally all about the phone like if i tried to watch that video her oh my god it would be absolutely hilarious well, I, got my mom, I got my mum on whatsapp video through the first i think it was in the first lockdown so that i could actually physically see her because she's oh. living in ireland and i can't go and travel over ever since even when we weren't in lockdown i was still facetiming or whatsapping or whatsapp videoing her and it's just like can't get away from it now similar to you with your zoom yeah once you let them in see it do you think, yeah. I think it's a little bit weird when you whatsapp zoom someone and say so when you do a zoom is or a face-to-face generally it's scheduled and it goes in the diary well this is for me anyway it goes in the diary um so whenever i'm calling someone like shall i just I think it's, it's normal now to do face-to-face, isn't it? So I'll just WhatsApp, Zoom, some WhatsApp video call. Um, the number of people that just do, do not answer. <laughs> I'm one I of those. Yeah, I, I would only answer if it were like a family member or someone very close. I wouldn't answer a random person. Video unless, calling unless it's me you. on New Year's Eve. Off unless it's you on New Year's Eve. That was fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best night's entertainment I've had. All through 2020, we're speaking to Joe on New Year's Eve. Not just me, from Not just so <laughs> listeners um, who enjoyed episode 58. It was me and Sean the Gardener. We decided to phone Niall and we video chatted for a good old half an hour, didn't we? It talking was. I had, God knows was what else. Highly entertaining. All I wish is that I had recorded the damn thing because oh, it was. Amazing. It was amazing. So that's a reason not to use video technology because you just make a complete tit of yourself, don't you, if you've had a couple, which everyone's You you can also be glad that the WhatsApp video doesn't automatically record it. So uh, um, that's that's the downside of Zoom uh, when you're in a meeting and yes, let's just record it and then someone goes to the toilet and leaves the camera (laughs) on. So, oh, these uh, are my favourite stories that came out of lockdown, though. People just having a piss and hearing it in like Dolby surround <laughs> sound. That's so good. Did you hear, did you see the is it Joe Wicks the fitness guy? Oh yeah. Did you hear his full part last week? Was it last week? Rip. Let yeah. one rip in me. That was the funniest thing ever. It was hilarious. When he's exercising for the kids. <laughs> oh my god. He didn't realise that he was going that he was live. Oh, and God. literally, honestly, it was the loudest fart that I've ever heard. <laughs> Imagine what that room smells like then normally when it's not recorded. That must just be a guffy, guffy room. Guff and sweat. Yeah. Not yeah. good. Not a good combo. Oh, God. <laughs> but it looks so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can we just get back to property for a minute? Because I've got a question for you. So presumably, you obviously started off in buy to lets, right? And... Um, but now you're saying you're doing flips. Like what, t- what turned you from the income to the capital? Uh, market. It was the market entirely. Um, we were, so because we moved to the Northwest, we were still looking for a little bit of capital, but also to grow our own kind of cash pot because the more income we've got, the more time that we can afford and the more assets that would be covered by that, including mortgage could be paid down. Once we'd moved up, we'd originally been investing in Liverpool and St. Helens when we are from down south, working with sourcing agents in the north, as well as ourselves looking buying assets and then when we moved up here we were intent on doing the same thing but the market had changed quite a lot in that period of time where the prices had gone up it's more challenging to get them agreed we'd be leaving more money in and so because we were here like myself personally I'm never one to kind of sit and cry about a situation it's what's the resolution to it and so the solution to this was well let's just look elsewhere why do we have to get so emotional about two areas so then we started to look elsewhere uh, Widnes, Runcorn and up the country 
Um, and then we realized after a period of time, maybe four to six months, that actually the market was just really, really challenging. And so we then started to evaluate, okay, so what is working in this market? Where do we see opportunity? Um, and just before the very first lockdown, if we go all the way back to March last year, we could kind of see when you looked at the news, you could see that places were getting locked down and we'd, we were preempting the fact that that would happen here. So we thought, what can we do to try and generate work over a small period of lockdown, not knowing how long it lasts for? So I started doing drive rounds, looking for empty homes. Then we got locked down. But in that time, we'd already got a database of in excess of 100 properties that we could send letters to in the, in the meantime, knowing that there would be an opportunity to send out those letters because the Royal Mail was still working. People would be at home, so they would be looking at letters potentially. And that's really what kickstarted it for us. But again, uh, too long didn't listen. It's, it's because the market had changed and we just looked at what was working right now. And it just so happens it is still working for us. Interesting. Mm. Can I ask, in those letters, did they invite people to a Zoom? (laughs) (laughs) Here are your your options. You can either call me, email me, write back to me, or Zoom me. I I think I'd get worse responses than I do now. I think I'd get more more abusive responses, and I don't don't want to entertain that. I had enough of that in my old job. I don't need that now. (laughs) You don't need to be a copper. My God. No. That's a completely different walk of life. What a change of tact you've had. Like... Yeah. Well, realistically, I was going into properties that weren't great in my in that job, and that's exactly what I do now. And looking for houses, same type of skill, drive around, look for something that looks a bit sus, exactly the same thing. If there's too many crackheads on a street corner, the, that's the only difference. I won't go and deal with it. Like, I will drive past it and go and look for a house instead. <laughs> that's probably a better <laughs> option. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely some transferable skills there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's... I'm all about adapting to things and what can you use in order to benefit you now? And yeah, those skill sets, while they are fairly limited, obviously I can't go climbing on people's roofs right now or chasing people very quickly. So the option is to drive around and and know an area very, very well. And it's worked out well for us so far. So just following on from what you just said there, um, it sounds like there might be some good stories of chasing people on people's roofs. Um, I mean, yeah, there are. Okay. So, you can either have those stories or you can just have the one time that I met the Saturdays. Do you want to hear about the time I met the Saturdays? I, I want to hear all of them. Saturdays. Did you hear about that one? I've told you. No. Um, <laughs> was, was, was that in your in your previous day job? Or was it in <laughs> your wildest dreams? I just want to know. It was that one. It was the wildest dreams one. That was, Or, yeah. or, or, or were they the ones on this on the, on the street corner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. There, well, there goes two, three listeners now. <laughs> oh, the Saturdays were our biggest fans as well. I can't believe uh, it. I'm sorry, I actually didn't mean, I didn't mean it at all. I was trying to think of a better way of saying it, but it just so came out naughty. completely wrong. Yeah. Uh, but no, I did climb on people's roofs, um, and that was fantastic, along terraced houses. That was amazing. And uh, getting police dogs out to go and look for people that have been hiding, and we'll quickly move on from the Saturdays being hookers, as you've rightly said. <laughs> Not rightly said. Well, 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 you've no. rightly said. <laughs> I, I, was, I wasn't even thinking hookers. I was just, thinking, just keep on digging, guys. Just keep on digging. <laughs> okay. All right, so, uh, uh, yeah, so you met the Saturdays, right? No, um... <laughs> You've got a question for us, I believe. Oh, God, I'm going to change the subject. Is it about the Saturdays? I'm going to keep it really, really simple. Would you rather have a hook for a hand or a wheel for a foot? I don't know who Will is. Wait, wait, wait. Hook for a hand or wheel for a foot? Yeah. Hook for a hand. I I agree with you. I'll go for hook for a hand because I am so clumsy. I I can barely stand up in two feet. Never mind having a wheel there as well. Um, I, I would I would go for a will for a foot uh, as a pianist. Um, I couldn't think of uh, losing a hand. 
but could you have a, an adaption for your hook hand that would play multiple keys or a little robot hand? No, just not in the one. same way. Well, well, no, I'm suppose I suppose it could. Um, not in the same way. You'd lose that tactile feeling of playing, playing you know, as a as a musician all my life. I think I could survive with a wheel for a foot. How are you going to press the pedals though? You need to. Oh, you could. Yeah, yeah, but you only, but it's Lock only the one, wheel. It's only one wheel though. So you say you you've only said it's going to be one of them. So mm. um, I've got the other foot. So you only need one foot to you know, play that downstairs. Niall, is it me or would Matt totally suit a wheel foot? Why does that make sense in my head? But uh, but uh, but the thing I is, don't know. <laughs> the, the, the frustration the frustrating thing about having a wheel for a foot is that um, you'd have one foot that goes really fast and the other one which is really slow. So you'd be wanting to go fast, but you no. have to learn, learn how to be a mono, monocycle, wouldn't you? I was going to say, do you know what you do is like, you know, like on a scooter where you put one foot on the on the platform and then you just kind of like, you'd yeah. do that, wouldn't you? You'd suddenly be like this unicycle, yes. wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh and my actually, God. That and you have those, you, ha you have those, um, the trainers with the wheels on the back yeah. so that you can zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> Sorry for the. No. Well, <laughs> so you can get, you can get really fast, um, and then you can then just keep going, and just glide. So you have glide. one wheel for a foot, and then you um, have a another wheel for the other foot. Keith, what about you? <laughs> what would you do? Uh, I wouldn't participate in this whatsoever. <laughs> I, I like that that, that wasn't an option. <laughs> <laughs> question i get to choose the, the parameters i guess yeah well hang on let's go back to you it's just either innocent or guilty no i'm not going to participate thank you very much <laughs> there's a very big gray area with it i would have a wheel for a foot definitely and like you say joe it'd be the kick push method you'd get around so much quicker the only thing is you'd lose a lot of trainers in it the right foot trainers or the left foot and I'll, that would hurt there'd be a hang lot on. which 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 foot would you do uh, I would do my left foot as a wheel because yeah. my right leg is probably stronger. That's what I would do. Yeah. 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 That's what I, would I, I think I would do my right foot as a wheel because... So would I, yeah. I, I'm, dis I'm very... You dyspraxic? Yeah, let's, let's go with that, yeah. So, um, yeah. Ambidextrous uh, just, is probably um, not the appropriate word, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, like you guys, uncoordinated. So I think I could, wheel, I could hold a straight line on, on my right foot. So I, I kind of look at it as what if you had a hook for a hand, would you be able to generate any income just off the back of the hook for a hand? Uh, It'd be yeah. big in the panto season, obviously, but a wheel for a foot would be a real attraction for people. And that's where I think you could make some money. Mate, yeah. mm, I don't know. I think that I, I'm yeah. still very virgin on the, on the hook. But I just think even for like, you could even like have a what your wine glass shaped to fit inside the hook, so it still works. Well, that's the thing is, it's not just a hook; it's um, everything else under the sun as well. It can be a, you know, a wine holder, as you said. What else could it be? Well, mine would be telescopic, so it'd be extendable. Because I'm only five foot two, and I really struggle when I go into like you know when the world's normal when I go into like shops that have things stacked super high I hate having to say I hate having to be the little monkey that climbs the shelf or ask someone to help me and you get the man come in and be like oh don't worry darling I've got this and you're like oh thanks you know you're my hero if I had an extendable telescopic hook I could just grab that shit and stick it in my basket it'd be amazing I, I can <laughs> inspect a gadget over here yeah right like, <laughs> yes oh my God. go gadget arm <laughs> Hey, no, it could be it could be electronic. Oh my god! Yeah, your wheel sucks. <laughs> no, that's going to be electronic too. So I'm. I'm... Oh. 
Oh God! That was a good question. I like that. Was that. really good. Yeah, really, really good. I like. Ask another one. Yes. Yes. Oh, go for it. Perfect. We could have done this for the entire time. I'm <laughs> quite cool with it. Um, if you could only use the internet by living at home with your parents, or never use the internet again, which one would you choose? <laughs> okay. Here's the answer. It's oh, it's, and it has got to be your family home. It's got to be your mum and dad's home. And you've got to live with them in order to use it. It's not like you can pop around, use it for five minutes on their old <laughs> Wi-Fi. You've got to live there. I'm internet-free, baby. I think Niall probably would be the same. I'm going to guess. I think I would have to go internet-free. That's the end of this Zoom podcast. I, isn't it? I'd die anyway. Like, I, I, I think I could. I, I've, I've done it um, yeah, after, after the first divorce. Sorry, after the, my only divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Eight over here. <laughs> Um, I moved in with my parents and, and um, um, yeah, they had internet. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, but hang on, how long for? Yeah, it's good. Almost two years. Listen, he's talking lifetime. Forever. Yeah, she, my mum lives in a different country. Depends on the country then, right? Which country is it? She lives in Ireland. No, no. <laughs> no. Go without the internet. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I think I think settling like needing the internet because if you think about all the things you do on the internet that you can't then do so you can't communicate with people you can't uh, unless you send them a letter in the in the mail um, you, you, so you can communicate with them. okay so you can so we have to go you have to go snail mail or yeah. you can pick up the telephone send them a text uh, message but you don't yeah, you have to be a text message. It couldn't be a WhatsApp. You could phone them like a normal you human phone, being. You could, do, you could do old school. Tell them so basically, what's happening is you either turn into your parents or you live with your parents. That's so true. Or you just resort to, you know, the um, oldest profession in the world, like the Saturdays clearly did, and just, you know, hang out on a street corner and transact your business face-to-face. The Saturdays are lovely human beings. This is slander. <laughs> <laughs> You're clearly a fan. <laughs> I've got all their albums. Oh, I won't name them, but I've probably got them. Oh, I, I feel like we could do uh, we could wrap up with a get with a round of Popmaster at the end. Mm. So uh, <laughs> name ten number one hits by the Saturdays. Trust me, they have ten. They have ten. Well, they had more. I mean, they had more. Oh right, I mean. okay. Oh yes, yes, of course. Oh, of course. Um, you know, absolute raging success. Yeah, they were pretty good. The Saturdays. They were huge. Yeah. Yeah. They were massive. They were really good. They were really, really popular. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of want to hear the story now about when you met them. Honestly, uh, it, it's not as exciting or worth that kind of time. Um, I was out doing some patrols. They were there, and I went over and said, "Can I have a picture?" Um, and then I think Frankie gave her a phone to her bouncer. He took a picture and then OK Magazine ended up with it and the mirror ended up with it. Stop. True story, that. True story. Are you still you living were... off the royalties? I'm living the dream, definitely. Def- you best believe every party I ever get invited to, which is none, um, that comes out straight away. Yeah, that's <laughs> myself for this. I'm the guy that met the Saturdays. No, that's exactly it, yeah. Wow, gosh. Good story, though. I quite like that. And if ever you look through like the, the analytics of how many people have done hits on their websites, it's me. It's just me. It's coming all oh, from me. Oh, wow. Gosh. But to, be, to be honest, though, I could walk straight into the Saturdays and I wouldn't know them. You would. I, I am rubbish with celebrities. I don't oh, recognise people. Yeah, I don't, 
Hello. <laughs> Recognise people. <laughs> that, 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 that face. The, 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 what's that just thing that you can't remember the faces of people? Amnesia. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's like we had that episode. I see dead people with Juan, and you're like, I just don't recognise people. <laughs> My solicitor couldn't fucking tell you. You know, <laughs> my broker, no idea. <laughs> to be honest, it's so long since I've seen either of those two. I probably wouldn't recognise them. <laughs> do you recognise us? Like, do you know who we are? Just checking. Like, no. <laughs> he needs to turn up though. I'm just just here for the crack. You know, something popped up on my calendar, and I thought I would join in. <laughs> was it a Zoom by any chance? It was actually, yeah. <laughs> I actually do have better things to do this afternoon. It's just a... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you make me laugh. Oh, Keith, what have you let yourself in for? Keith, can I can we tell you something? Go we have it. to confess something. So um hang on, let me find out. Hang on. Right. And this might upset you. So I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Right. So, no idea where she's going with this. Yeah, no, it's, it's the elephant in the room as far as I'm concerned, because your name came up on a previous episode, and I'm just trying to remember which one it was. And episode 64, listeners. So those of you who are loyal property jammers out there will remember that we had a guy mm. called Max Rayner come on. And his question to us was, what? Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. I know. You know where this is oh, going. No. It's like, you know, is what? that the time? I see you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but your name came up, so we have to say it because this is this is bringing it full circle. He said, "Like, think of the worst name. Like, what's the worst name you can possibly think of?" Keith. And then he he threw Keith in the mix. Right did, now, did, listen. Did, did, was it Max that threw Keith in the mix? Yeah, it was. It was Max who threw <laughs> okay. Keith in the mix. Right. So we were innocent. We we're innocent, Keith. We were standing we're up for you. <laughs> Yeah. We did not say it. However, we went round, all of us came up with a name and yours, we did a vote and Keith was not voted as the worst name. So that redeems it somewhat. We ended up going with Morag. Oh. Shocker, you beat more, right? Yeah, yeah. So don't worry. You beat Morag. You beat Morag. I feel like I've been wanting to say this by way of acknowledgement to the regular listeners, by way of apology um, and by way of reassurance as well, but also just to drop Max in it because it's fucking funny. Well, I, I think that today's episode has uh, lifted the, the bar of Keith. Oh, for sure. You're a cool Keith. Yeah. He said there's no cool Keiths. I'm firmly disagreeing with that. Yeah. Well, I, I think, think you're, only that I'm, you're only saying that because I'm here, but I appreciate that anyway. Dude, you're in the Saturday. You like the Saturdays. I mean, you've lived. You're in the Saturdays? Let's go. That bit. No, sorry. I said I didn't recognise famous people, but seriously. Yeah, that's what they look like now. Look what's happened. That's what the Saturdays look like. <laughs> Keith's yeah. stage name is Frankie. He was very himself. Frankie Vermin? <laughs> With his one wheel leg? <laughs> <laughs> this is what my future looks like. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Got, I bet you're so glad you joined us this afternoon. Oh, I'm so sorry. Should <laughs> we do a little... Um... To be honest, I, I think our listeners are pretty glad they listened because they've learned nothing about property today. This has actually fulfilled the brief to be completely irrelevant and non-informative. Hang on, what is, it, what is the brief? Uh, this podcast is not meant to be informative or educational okay. and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. It's done all of them things. It has, yes. Yeah. Stick, stick, stick. Well done, Boom. sir. Um, yeah. Shall we do some uh, roulette? Yeah, episode roulette. So um, episode roulette, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, well, first of all, welcome. You're an honorary property jammer. Uh, welcome to the party. Um, so we play episode roulette where we scroll through previous episodes and our special guest says stop 
and we list that we read the title of that episode and then our special guest has to say what their views are on that particular topic so i'm gonna start scrolling now cool keith um so say stop when you're ready stop licensing 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 it's not but it's the one before it <laughs> <laughs> so therefore it was licensing and then he just then scrolled back scroll up back. <laughs> <laughs> it's not licensing hurrah um episode 10 money Ooh. what are your thoughts on money do you like it uh i like what it can do for people um and as a true story, Kim and I, whenever the lottery comes on, we rarely play it. But when we do, we always then have a little sit down and think about, oh, what can we do with this money? And genuinely, the first proportion of money, and I'm talking like millions worth, provided it be in the millions that you win, would be going to other people or to charities. Like, I'm not saying that to get a gold star or anything. I've asked Kim, true story, I've asked Kim for a gold star for the entirety of lockdown for a wall chart. I've got Nothing. none. I've at least done wow. 10 in lockdown. and I've got wow. none. No wall right. chart. You're um, exactly right and so in terms of money going back on point money means a lot to a lot of different people i think it's perspective though isn't it like i've got enough we've got enough i should say to be happy and to be comfortable um i see the value of it and i would like it to be more evenly distributed i guess i'd also like my face on a coin uh which one of those two is going to come first i don't know know. we've achieved being in saturday so i'd say it was the logical next goal thank you for that just on the on the worst name ever uh, debate. Morag is the worst name, and I think there was someone in Home and Away or Neighbours called Morag. There was in was, um, and also I've always know. always thought the name Keith is for a sixty-five-year-old man. And when I think of names, I put them into colours. So Keith is a very brown name, as is Nigel, um, and that's how I look at them. So I'm well aware that I have one of the worst names. But I was listening to something quite nerdy recently where they're talking about analytics and stats, and one of the gurus of it is a guy called Daryl Morey, and he said when we were thinking about our kids' names, we actually thought about what's going to be uh, popular in 25 years and we won't choose that because when our kids are applying for jobs, we want to make sure their name stands out. So we're going to make sure it's something that's slightly older school, maybe one syllable and also is going to get known. And I actually thought at that point, because I've always said to my mum, why did you give me the worst name in the world? I actually now think my mum was right. She was forward thinking. She just never said it out loud. Just don't tell her that. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, don't worry because you'll grow into your name. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's hopefully right that's the aim right oh, at least yeah. one year 65 yeah that's the dream yeah <laughs> Keith yeah Nigel came up as well Nigel Graham came up true story my brother's called Graham oh, I think my parents God. hated us <laughs> oh, hang on we've got to check the spelling because we, we we had this discussion like Graham with the H-A-M is is that's bad if it's the A-E-M-E which I'm guessing he's not it is okay. A-E-M-E he's cool He's cool. He's Grammy. He's Grammy. He's Grammy. And, and the reason behind that was my parents didn't want him to be called Ham, but he still got called Hammy at school. So it was kind of. I bet everyone yeah. spells it. Well. It's better, than Amy, better than Amy, isn't it? Amy. A M Y A M I. What? Oh, yeah, because it's Graham. Graham. Graham-y. Graham-y? What? Graham-y. what? What are you talking about? Where are you going with this? I didn't. You called Ham because it's short for Grey Ham. Yeah. Oh. It was Amy short for Graeme. Graeme, got it, right. Okay. Right. Has that ever happened? I don't think that's ever happened. I don't, yeah. No, I don't think that's ever happened. No. Uh, shall, shall, we, shall we finish now? Mm. <laughs> we've got, come on, we've got another we, one. Yeah, right. we, do, we do have time. I'm going to okay. scroll, I'm going to scroll, I'm going to scroll. Right, okay, <clears throat> so here we go. Stop. 
Okay, right. Oh, episode 30, <clears throat> which was um, five days of positivity, which was a hashtag campaign that we did over lockdown one to try and get people to just be positive. So I guess the question is, like, when lockdown here, or what have you done to stay positive over the pandemic? Um, that's a really, really good question, because I never really think about those types of things. What did I do in order to stay positive? I think actually, and I, it takes this kind of full circle, um, speaking to friends and family more actually helped me out massively. Zooming is the answer, isn't it? Zoom is the answer to everything, or hail King Zoom. Um, yeah, I think it was. It was keeping in contact with them, and we were doing daily tasks. Me and my mates were speaking to my mum and seeing how much she benefited from it, as well as obviously from me benefiting. Those were the things that I enjoyed. And actually, going for walks, which you guys were saying earlier, the walk and talk Kim and I do almost on a daily basis. And something that I've now found, which is probably in keeping with my name, looking at the birds. I really enjoy. Hang looking. on. Wait, are we back to the Saturdays on the corner? Hang on. What? <laughs> the birds are beautiful in our garden. Got it. Just That's guessing. exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah, but nature. I know mm. what you mean. Mm. And can I, has anyone else noticed that the birds are starting to sing again? Because it's a... Uh, oh, I love beautiful it? It, it provides hope doesn't it that you know that daylight hours <laughs> longer daylight hours are returning <laughs> so, so, some of us um live on the seaside and the birds just croak are they seagulls yeah can i tell you a very quick story about the time i watched a seagull eat another bird mm. that's the entirety of that story and it scarred me for life and i will never forget the street and where i saw it happen what bird was it pigeon it was a pigeon because <laughs> i was thinking what could it be like Oh, an urban wow. pigeon. Because yeah. a wood pigeon's like, that's the difference between having a small chicken roast and a full bone, like, turkey. Like, you, so it's gone, it's got, oh, that's rank. Yeah, it was horrible. What, was just pecking at it? No, it was swallowing it. <laughs> what, the whole thing? How does that work? I didn't have a chance to ask it, it was too small. <laughs> I thought they'd be pretty, pretty le heavily laden down after eating a fucking pigeon. <laughs> What's next, though? What's it going to eat next? Cat? Yeah. yeah. Or you'd go, you'd, no, you'd rodent it, wouldn't you? You'd go for like a... Are you thinking in the brain of a seagull now? A rabbit. Yeah, I'm just processing. <laughs> what would I eat next? It's a seagull who, who's trying to be a... Um... <laughs> that should have been your question. If I were a seagull... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> if you guys were a seagull, what, what other creature would you eat? I didn't realise we could get that random on stuff. Like I would have been well prepared for that. We'll get you back in a few months. It's fine. <laughs> you can be prepared for the next one. So, so therefore, I, I imagine you're really well prepared for talking about property. So you've probably got a list of things you want to cover, right? <laughs> and we've not started. We did. We <laughs> talked about now, income like... versus capital. I mean, we smashed that, didn't we? All right. So um, do you think we should call this episode income versus capital or <laughs> when a seagull ate a pigeon? <laughs> Or Keith versus Morag. <laughs> or, or Zoom Zoom or the Saturdays. That, does that mean that Morag was the pigeon? Oh, oh deep, oh, man. Morag. <laughs> Sorry, Morag. Sorry, Morag that's listening. So deep. In Russia. Oh, dear. God, dear. Wow. Where, can, I, can I just ask, where was this seagull? Where, where were you in the country? Blackpool. Had to oh, be. <laughs> 
Everyone got ah, okay. We know about the seagulls. Uh, in only in Blackpool. Yeah, wouldn't, that wouldn't happen on the south coast with the south coast seagulls. That's only well, a Blackpool thing. I, I am actually going Savages. to Black, I am going to Blackpool this year. Um, my, my Watch cousin, the seagulls. My cousin's getting married there, so um, uh, we sh- I shall keep an eye out for the uh, cannibalistic for, seagulls for, for Keith, the cannibalistic seagull. <laughs> Oh my god! I didn't expect this. Actually, I knew having you on was going to be fun. But I... <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. It's very fun. I just didn't expect it to be this irrelevant. Call <laughs> this episode "Income"? Uh, no, capital versus cash flow, because people will be so misled by that they'll just be hearing forty minutes of Saturdays and seagulls. But to be honest, um, uh, when a seagull ate a pigeon, isn't wasn't necessarily the theme of the episode either. <laughs> Oh. Got more airtime though, right? It got more airtime than property talk, which is about right. Definitely. Well, this yeah. is the human side. This is what I mean. Yeah. You know, we're all human. We're all surviving. Property's too serious. Let's just talk yeah. about seagulls yeah. instead. Yeah. So I, 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 I feel like we should wrap up by asking something that we've, we don't normally wrap up like this, but <clears> because we haven't talked about that much property, I'm going to bring it back to property to 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 finish up. So, what is your best property story? And the first thing that jumps into your head. That's really difficult. I actually can't think of anything. I can talk about random stuff all day, every day. When it comes to my best property story, that is challenging. Okay, so yeah, I don't mean best as in your most successful property. You know, that's boring. I mean the most interesting thing that has happened, or that um, the most random thing that you've seen, uh, the most weird thing a tenant did. Okay. um, so in, in that form then, so it was it, just for the record, like it never would have been about the best thing. Like I, I'm the last person to talk about the best thing because the next property we buy would be yeah. the best thing and so on and so forth. So the, the weirdest thing that we saw is we viewed a property, myself, Kim and a builder, we turned up. Um, it seemed weird because the property still seemed lived in, even though it was on with an agent. And then we went into one of the rooms and there was a little prison number on a piece of paper. I think one of the windows was open as well. So the suspicion was somebody was maybe in prison or had been released from prison shouldn't have been living in the property and quickly scarped as soon as we went in that's probably about as as odd as it gets but like i wish i could have said i opened up a door and there was a giant baby in there or there was a dog with four heads lurking in the basement but that's or a seagull eating a pigeon or a seagull eating a pigeon yeah i was gonna say all we, need to do is, all we need to do is for that to happen on top of a house and there we have it <laughs> and on that note i think i'm gonna wrap this up for today thank you so much for being with me being completely irrelevant and uninformed and non-educational. So I'm going to say thank you and goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. Thank you very, very much for your time, guys. And it's goodbye from me. Come and jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more. On Facebook, search Property Jam Podcast. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Property Jam Podcast. Or you can email us at propertyjampodcast at outlook.com. See See you on the next next episode. episode.